and it, it wouldn't really matter if it was Zelda or Leroy, The Legend of Leroy. Like, it would still be a great game, you know? But would you play it? <laughs> I would. I would probably play it more if it was The Legend <laughs> of Leroy. Hi, my name is Leroy. We going on an adventure. Let's go. You know, like, I would love that game. Leroy. I got the master stick from the Bible. <laughs> Hey there, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Super Agile Bros, where we talk about everything and nothing. I hope you guys are doing well. We got this crew in the building. Of course, myself, Bradston Henry in the game. Um, Kyle is in the building. Kyle, tell the people, hey, hey. What's going on, y'all? Hey, hey. What's happening? What's happening? And of course, we got Steve in the building. Tell the people, hello. Hello. Mm. Okay, we're gonna probably uh, just cut that, but <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, it's great to have the guys here. It's been uh, been fun. We've been doing this for a while now, so we'll keep on doing it. So today is gonna be fun because this has been actually a topic I've been looking forward to talking about for a while, and I've kind of threw it at the guys before, and I'm happy we finally got the opportunity to do it. We're gonna talk about online gaming. So uh, just a preface just for those who might be listening. When I say online gaming, I don't necessarily just mean like Halo and, you know, whatever, Call of Duty and Battlefield, but I also mean like just the online gaming experience of like Flash games, like any any game you play online, because I think there's so much to talk about it. It's, it's kind of a thing that's been happening, you know, for the last, what, 30, 40 years, <laughs> but it's, uh, it's still like kind of fresh to me. So, uh, so yeah, anyway, I wanted to start the conversation out with a simple question to the guys. Um, and I guess to myself is what do you guys, do you guys remember what your first like online gaming experience was? Like what was the first game you played online and like where it was, when it was, what year, whatever details and what that experience was like? Because for me, I remember it. And for me, it was actually, I mean, maybe I played a game before this, but I think my first online game experience was uh, Yahoo Pool. Do y'all, mm. did y'all ever play Yahoo Pool? I did. No. Yeah. Hey, I'm not, hey, man, I'm happy somebody else played it. Kyle did, Steve. Uh, I wonder if they still, do you know, I wonder if it's still around. I think it's, <laughs> Probably I to a degree. So. I mean, like, there were a thousand billiard clones around mm-hmm. the same time. So yeah, it might still be kicking. Yeah, man, that thing was fire back in the day. Like, I remember I probably was in like seventh grade or something like that, or eighth grade, um, maybe maybe even sixth. But um, yeah, man, Yahoo Pool. I found out about it. I don't even know how, but it was like Yahoo used to have this whole section of like online games, mm-hmm. like that you could play with other people. And this is before like the whole like advent of like ads and not ads, I don't know, public service announcements and, like, TV shows talking about, like, online predators. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so the I internet was a chatted place. up with somebody. You said what now, Steve? When the internet was a free and joyous place. Yes, it was truly free uh, for, for everybody. Safe. For good or for worse. And, I mean, hey, I will say personally, I've never been a victim of any, like, online criminality, per se. Um, it was perpetrated way. against me. <laughs> but uh yeah i used to go on that yahoo pool and first of all just 
for context, Yahoo Pool was just literally you play pool with another person, like a random other person online. Mm-hmm. And it had a chat feature, though. And that's what blew my mind. Yeah. Because everybody used to do, and y'all know what this means, ASL. Mm-hmm. Y'all know what that Yeah. Age, sex, location. And, of course, nowadays, I would probably never tell a child to do this. <laughs> but I for sure was doing it. So every time you entered a chat, it'd be like ASL. And I'd be like, uh, 14, Georgia, uh, wait, and male, right? And the other mm-hmm. person would be like, oh, like 16, uh, female, Arkansas. You wish. No, They'd really. be lying, of course. Uh, but... Look, man, I got a whole story that about that uh my first online experience but yahoo pool was was a spot for me it was it was where i learned everything about online games and literally i don't think i ever stopped playing online games from then uh so what about you guys what was y'all's first online game that y'all's ever played so i thought you i thought i understood what you meant when you said online games being like oh like games online but then you start talking about yahoo pool and how you play with person so i have to ask are you talking about multiplayer games or do you just mean any game played in a browser? Mm. I, I I am kind of saying both because, honestly, I don't remember playing any game really before then, really, online. So you okay. can take it either way. Like, maybe I played... No, I don't even... I can't think of anything before Yahoo Pool. That was the beginning for me. I can't think of any of these old like browser games I ever played that were multiplayer. My what? first, my earliest experience, oh yeah, it's true. Uh, I think my first online, like, Flash gaming experience was on Cartoon Network's website. Oh, snap, that's right. Like, yeah. Games. It was they called Fire. It was called Gassy Gary. And you played, <laughs> you played a little boy in a pool, and you had, I think, like, limited air. You had a snorkel on for some reason, though it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and the the school bullies were throwing cans of beans and cans of like I don't know whatever something soda at you, and you had to swim around and catch the beans and avoid the soda, and you had to throw up you know or you had to fart and let the bubbles rise <laughs> and hit the and hit the bullies, <laughs> and then you know you you would gas them out of the pool area. Yo, yeah. flash uh, games were on another were level, man. Yo, in them Cartoon Network ones, that was, they knew the audience, hundred <laughs> yeah. percent. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I also played. Um, I mean, this isn't an online. I mean, technically, it was also an online game, but there was some like some game I would play with my friend, like my my childhood best friend, my mm-hmm. neighbor. We'd come either he'd come over or I'd go over, and it was a one player game, but we would split it up. Um, mm-hmm. It was like a. It was. It was like a, I don't know how to say, like a third person, like a Tetris or a a Galaga type game where you're avoiding, Hmm. you know, you're like a submarine avoiding like underwater monsters and stuff and you can shoot. So one of us would be shooting and one of us would be navigating, even though it's supposed to be, you know, one person doing both. Co-op. Wow. And that was a Flash game like online somewhere? I think it was, yeah. I I couldn't tell you anything else about it. (laughs) It's just like a vague memory. like It had sea monsters. (laughs) That's all I know. That's super legit. So nice. what about you, what about you, Kyle? Like, what was, so what was your first? I'm gonna answer. I'm gonna answer both questions, I guess. So, like my first, like on like a computer game, I guess it wasn't a multiplayer experience, but it was like in a group of people, and it was like Math Blaster. Oh, um, you played that online. They, yeah, there was a browser version. We had the disc version too at our school, but. Um, 
But I guess my my first formal like multiplayer gaming online gaming experience was RuneScape. <gasps> oh wow! Yeah, and so I started RuneScape in eighth grade, and mm. one of my really good friends, uh, he had a paid account, and it was just Ooh. like so mind blowing. Like, I see him in game. You know, he'd been playing for months, years. I don't even know how long, but he had a super high level character, all this really cool gear. And I was there with my level five character, you know, my bronze sword and my leather armor. I remember <laughs> one faithful day, because I played for like a year with him faithfully. Never said anything about, you know, having a paid account. But one day he was like, hey, my parents gave me a credit card. You want me to pay for your account? It was five Yo. bucks a month. <laughs> your friend with the, uh, he was MVP right there. Yo. Said, I, <laughs> I, got this, I got the credit card. I got you. And when I tell you. I didn't hesitate. I was like, yeah, I gave him all my account info. I gave him my password, <laughs> you know, oh, and wow. and he could have did the thing. He could have did the work. He could have changed it. He could have, but he didn't. He made good. He paid, he paid my, wow. my account until I got banned. He made good by you, yeah, wait, 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 not wait. by his parents. Yeah, his parents were like, huh, I see a lot of this weird room thing <laughs> on my credit card. $500. Wait, wait. So let's stop here for a second. You said until you got banned. I need yeah. to hear about this. So, yeah, I got banned because I was recruiting my other friends to play because I wanted to show them all my cool stuff. Um, so I, I'd reached, like, level 60. I got this mall hammer. And uh, another one of my friends was like, hey, what's this game you guys are always talking about? I was like, oh, it's RuneScape. You know, it's an online adventure game. You know, all these quests and stuff. You should join us. And so he was, he played for a couple of days. And then one day um, he was having trouble with his account. I don't remember, but it was before the days of, like, Discord and stuff. So mm-hmm. I couldn't just talk to him. And, um, so we were, we were, there's like a whisper function, I guess, in the game where you could direct message each other. And so in that we were talking and I was trying to work through, you know, what was going on with his account. And then without even thinking, I was like, you know what, just email me over your username and password (laughs) and I'll figure it out for you. And bro, when I tell you like within the next 30 minutes, like we were walking down the road in the game, you know, we were having a good time and I just got booted. Well, and my heart sunk. I was like, what happened? Because I'd never even like hitting a spike or anything where I got booted from the mm-hmm. game. Like, that was my first boot experience. Oh, no. And I tried to log in, and it was like, your account has been terminated for breaking <gasps> the, the rules. Oh, they no. went straight to termination? Yes. Like, no. it was unrecoverable when you asked somebody for their password. Like, that was the highest sin on RuneScape. What? Yeah. Well, how, how did and, your friend get your stuff to, to buy your account? Well, I gave him my stuff at school. Oh, we were, offline. Yeah. So, um, so was the person that you were trying to help, was this just a complete internet friend? Or was this person at least a real person that you knew? He was a real person. Yeah, he was another guy I went to school with. So, yeah, we would talk about the game at school. And that's how I got him to start playing. And so we were online whenever he was having the issues. And, yeah, so that's where I, I asked him over the chat. And Bruh. Wow. That's for trash. weeks, I, I sent in appeals and stuff, and they were like, no, we can't reopen your account. You broke. And they would send me the, the line number and say asking for, like, soliciting passwords or something. I forgot what it was, but wow, it broke me for a while, man. Dude, dude. that I mean, that would break me. I mean, it's very different, but I think 100% why I can't play Pokemon to this day is because of a similar <laughs> experience. Of like losing everything that I had, mm-hmm. um, but uh, that's super wild, man. So, have you ever played RuneScape since? I tried to, 
Um, whenever RuneScape came out, there was like a, a third edition or something. Because I started playing RuneScape after they upgraded from Classic. Uh, which Classic was 2D and then the upgrade was 3D. Okay. So whenever they this last iteration came out, probably what four years, five years ago, I, I think tried it a long it again. time ago actually. Yeah, I yeah, it, yeah. I think you're right. It was was longer than five years ago. Um, but so I tried it then, and yeah, um, those those feelings were welling up, so I had to put it back down. <laughs> Could do it's it. A, it's a little. It's a literal trauma. That's crazy, son. Yeah. And I love RuneScape because it's one of the few games where classes don't really matter like you could you can level up any skill at any time you could be a level 99 in every skill if you Mm. wanted to and so you could you know switch roles minute to minute and that was kind of one of my favorite things about it kind of reminds me a little bit of skyrim is Mm -hmm. that essentially you could get all your skills maxed out if you put the time in which is which is wild yeah i personally never played runescape i think i think one what you just mentioned just like brings me back to like the whole how the internet has changed in general when it comes to dealing with stuff like that because i'm a little bit older than you guys so when i was in sixth grade sixth grade is the first time i was introduced to the internet like like we had y'all know uh y'all know the encyclopedia britannica Encarta. Oh. Encarta, Encarta, but there was a britannica one too or something mm-hmm. so so when i was in like fifth and sixth grade they had those physic in the physical version, right? Like you had to go to yeah. the library and get them. And like right when I was going to like sixth, seventh grade, like about to graduate from sixth, they started giving us like discs and saying that we could like connect to something called the internet to do it. And I was like, bro, first of all, the internet <laughs> sounds super whack. Like that's what I, I like <laughs> remember thinking that as a sixth grader. Like this sounds yeah. so horrible. You know, and like it's only going to be like extend school and like all you're going to do is get more homework. Like, I don't know what my thought process was, but uh, so like around seventh grade is when I found Yahoo Pool and then the Internet was mine forever. <laughs> but I, I just remember thinking like like I, I think I might have shared the story with y'all. Maybe I maybe not. I don't know. I shared it a few times with different people is. But like I almost had. OK, so when I was playing Yahoo Pool, people would play like hey, age, sex, location. And then, like, I would, like, tell them. And I met a girl who was, like, 16 from, like, Arkansas or, like, 15. She was, like, my age. And we were talking in the pool and we were getting along. And she was like, oh, man, you're, like, super cool. Like, um, mm-hmm. I'm sure, you know, you know, and she was like, hey, you should, like, uh, check out. Like, and you could see, we had, like, little profiles. Like, uh, I can't remember. They were very, very low level. And so it was just like, you know, I'm like, oh, she has a profile. And she's like, oh, like, you should friend my mom. Like, she plays pool, too, so maybe we can all play together sometime, you know? And I was mm. like, sure. So I friended her mom, and I started playing with her mom, like, later. And her mom was like, my daughter talks about you all the time, and she thinks oh. you're so awesome and oh, great. No. And she's like, man, I would love to, like, for you guys to maybe date or something. Like, she was saying all this <laughs> stuff. Like, and I, honestly, like, I was... I don't know. I wasn't suspicious, but at the same time, I was like, I don't know if I'm ready for a relationship. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, with I'm an just, internet stranger. Yeah, like with any human being. Like <laughs> with the girl I actually had a crush on at my school, you know, like, and I was just like, uh, yeah, like she's super cool. But like what happened was, and this is why I actually think it was a real person, because after I met with her mom, like her mom would come online 
but she wouldn't come on anymore. And I was like, hey, like, where's, say her name was Kathy or whatever, or Cindy or something. I was like, where's Cindy? And she's like, oh, she doesn't really play Yahoo Pool that much anymore, but maybe she plays other games. Maybe you can hang out with her. So really, I just kind of talked to her mom for a little bit. And then that was the end of that whole interaction. So it was like, it never went any further than that, but it was like, I just remember it being such a weird, you know, circumstance. Wow. And sure. It sounds like Cindy's the, mom's got it going on. Really? You know? You know <laughs> and what are the odds that both accounts were Cindy? I, I have a, I, I mean, now being who I am, <laughs> being a grown person and thinking about catfishes, like, <laughs> I feel like it's the same person. But back then, like, the inner, like people, I really feel like there's very few people, like, who were really doing that kind of stuff yet. Like, right. everybody was just themselves, like, trying to figure it out yeah it was like maybe five to seven years later where i felt like i started to interact with people who were clearly you know pseudonyms or anonymous you know like i don't know if y'all ever had like did y'all ever make friends like in oh yeah you know well so here's the thing i i didn't play a lot of online games with people i played zero but i did uh actually i don't even remember when i was first introduced to the internet but when I was in middle school, I was in the junior beta club, mm-hmm. and Sweet. that came with that came with like a uh, how do I describe this? I guess it was like an online service, so you can make an account, <laughs> and you could you had like a little email address that they gave you, and a, uh, kind of a GeoCities style <laughs> website where you could fill out like I don't know five or six forms it was like early myspace kind of right there was there was mm-hmm. a couple of forms you could fill out and it would fill out this website and i that was my first time playing around with html and like you know tags and stuff like that so that was cool and there was also a bunch of chat rooms which i barely remember at all i remember that the the chat uh windows were not sanitized so you could put html you could insert html into your own um, oh really into your own messages yeah so i would always have like the ugliest fonts and the ugliest colors <laughs> like red and green background. oh you're right i can remember and i had garbage stuff like that in chat. and i had oh, the joker man, man uh joker man font Ooh, i was unreadable. that boy unreadable completely illegible uh and i don't really remember who i talked to or what we talked about i remember doing asl all the time i think i might have had a chat room girlfriend but I couldn't tell you what that meant or who she was or what happened. It was so long ago. Uh, eventually, I kicked off the chat rooms because I, uh, what did I do? I think I said the B word. Oh. Oops. And they were like, oh, no, you can't. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, you don't do that here. I don't know. I Oh, someone else said it to me. And I was DMing for whatever. I don't know. what They had messages. Yeah, they had DMs. I was DMing something, somebody, and I was reiterating what had happened. I was like telling a story, um, and so I got in trouble for basically just. And this know, is t- telling and this on is all happening in the beta club. This At- was the junior beta club. <laughs> this is the middle school beta club. Yeah, it was it was fire in there, boy. <laughs> yeah, wild. Yeah, someone said the b word in the junior beta club, and <laughs> I'm the one who got in trouble for it. Uh, yeah, so there's. There was a lot of that, um, and I still and then I moved into AIM. AIM. And mm. That junk was fire, dude. I it was so all fire. my friends. That was the thing. That was I mean that was that was it. AIM. That was, was dial up, man. I would just be 
destroying our phone for hours. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you'd have it running in the background all the time, you know, mm-hmm. so you'd be across the house and you hear, doo doo doo. Yep. Yeah. I like, I, I customized my fonts. I customized my, oh, you had to. Aw- my away messages. I customized my little profile. Mm-hmm. You know, it had all the fonts, it had all the, the little pictures and stuff. I made, I made, uh, I'm pretty sure I animated GIFs just for that like that was my first experience like doing any sort of animation <laughs> nice an ms paint and oh some my. dinky some yeah. dinky windows tool for creating uh gifs i would just go on paint and i'd move the picture a little bit and i would save oh that goodness. as a frame i brought i did so much <laughs> put in that work bro Yo. yeah i was yeah what were you saying three years i mean i was <laughs> i was gonna say yeah similar thing was like for MySpace, you know, you'd, you'd make all these. I didn't realize back, you know, looking back now, I can understand. But like, it was legit like HTML, CSS we were dealing with mm. back in those days. Yeah. Yeah. To make those things work. I mean, personally, AIM like was a thing, but like I've never liked talking to people. So like unless I was actively doing something with you, I wasn't going to talk to you. Right. So I <laughs> had an AIM account, but like I was the worst person to have an AIM, be an AIM friend with, you know, like because I would never initiate a conversation unless we were like going like we already had talked about it in like real life or something like that you know um maybe in college i was a little bit more on aim because i had a friend she was big in aim and she Mm. wanted me to meet her her friend who she knew for like 10 years via aim Mm. well but i knew her in real life like i knew her in college and she wanted me to meet her aim friend who like like they had known forever so like it, it 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 always I always saw other people like really into it, but like I don't know, like it's always been to me like I only inter- engage with people while I'm actively doing a thing, you know. Um, like when I was, I think when I was in high school, I was really big in Age of Empires and Ooh. particularly Age of Empires two. And like back then, like Age of like this is like me. Okay, I had you know Yahoo Pool. And by then, I had graduated to, like, going to game, uh, like, it was, like, before, like, things like uh, Xbox Live, you know? So, there was no way to, like, directly connect. Like, you couldn't just go somewhere and it would matchmake you or something. Mm -hmm. You would have to go to sites, right, and then find game lobbies that you could go get queued into, and then you could play with other people. Right. So you lobby up and then you could play, you know, with people and like Age of Empires. was it was crazy. I'd play it all the time. And there's all these things like clans, you know, like in any game. And but you had to try out for clans and you get you. So if you played well enough, like in general and people kind of knew who you were, you might get invited to a clan tryout. And then you would go play with the clan to see if you were good enough to be a part of their clan. (laughs) <laughs> and, and i mean i was pretty intense but i think i just like i went to clan tryouts and they were like oh you, you want to try out again like you made it to our first stage or second stage but as mm-hmm. i am with everything i'm like bro like this is too much work <laughs> like i just want to play and like work people so <laughs> yeah, clans and guilds used to really mean something on online games but now they're just kind of throwaway mm-hmm. well now yeah well they're throwaway because we no longer need them we just play with our friends yeah part of we yeah, you, you, I mean, yeah, there's, there's other more effective ways to party up with people who are good or people you know. Yeah. 
So you're saying clans and guilds are not useful because previously the only way to connect with people online was through this kind of anonymized guild, that kind of thing. But now that more people play games, I, I think it was no, no, no. I'm saying I think it, that the guilds were the most convenient way to to meet people and play with like a, a consistent group. Yeah, specific people. But now we don't need to. So what, what, why don't we need to? I don't. I don't get it. Because there's other extra cricket. Well, there's better party systems built into most platforms. <laughs> Nintendo. Uh, oh boy. There's there's also like lots of other systems outside of the game world to connect with people, like Twitch and YouTube. You can find people. Discord. Uh, you can uh-huh. play with your friends easier. Like you can just. You don't need to like meet new people. And maybe you're right. Maybe part of it is just more people are playing games. More of my friends are likely to be playing a game that I'm playing so I can just play with them. Uh, that might be it. But yeah, I just think there's lots of systems in place now to to meet people. Matchmaking is getting better. Um, and there's a lot of games also that don't require con- like a consistent party of people to play with. You know, games where you're just fighting folks and you never see them again and that's okay. That's, that's very interesting. Or yeah, teams with randoms. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot like that's the that's the default experience rather than playing with a community is the default experience. Yeah, I remember. Like, I feel like I feel like Halo was like just when it first came out and they had the whole Halo Two, Halo Two in particular. Like, man, just the way they handled online play and like mm-hmm. it was like crazy. Like you felt so it felt so natural. Like especially after all the years of all the garbage ways of trying to play games online with people and friends and having them to get having the having to give them your direct ip address sometimes in order to play with them or whatever like you could just get on the three six uh not the 360 like the xbox and then you like if you had a friend you could connect with them through that or you could just go into the matchmaking and then it would matchmake you with people of similar skill level mm-hmm. which was crazy mm-hmm. automatically and then, like, they had the whole tiered system of, like, oh, you start at level one and you can go to level 50. And it was just super cool. Like, they just blew it out the water. And I guess the rest is history, honestly. Like, I miss those days of matchmaking where somebody would, they had pride in their account, so they wouldn't make Smurf accounts. Like, exactly. You, you would usually play with people around your skill level. It wasn't. <laughs> I, I'm I'm kind of bitter at Apex. If, if you can't, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so so for those who are listening who aren't familiar with the term Smurf, I, I'll, I'll just give a quick definition. Or 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 Shoop or Three M. You, you see, uh, I keep calling you guys by y'all's like pseudonyms. <laughs> Kyle and Steve. <laughs> Kyle, you have some kind of feeling about it. So define what a Smurf is. All so right. yeah. So on the basic level, a Smurf is somebody who's been playing a game. For a long enough time to where they have a very deep understanding of the game. However, the people at their level, like level wise as far as like experience earned and number level gained, are better than them. So what they do is delete their account and start over and play with people who are just starting the game or at lower levels so that they can feel good about themselves. You assume. I, say, I, right? I mean, th- there's definitely some uh, <laughs> bias in that definition, as far as, <laughs> like personal feelings. I, I think the way to think about it is: imagine 
somebody playing basketball throughout their life and they go to college and they play college basketball and they realize that they're not good enough to play with their peers, college basketball peers. So they pretend like they're a high school student and then and so they can play at high school <laughs> and win, you know, and get championships and stuff like that. It's like the movie Like Mike, but backwards. But backwards. Mm. <laughs> Mike dresses up like little Bow Wow. So <laughs> he can play in elementary school as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, dunking I don't know. on I'm middle schoolers. Just dunking on them, like on their little four foot goal. <laughs> What's a little Bow Wow up to these days? Uh, Is he just he, Bow Wow now? He's Bow Wow. And he's. I saw him very, recently for something. He's very extra. I mean, he's. <laughs> he was endorsing about. like a soap or something. I don't remember. He he's kind of like he and uh, what's his name? You boom, boom. Soldier, Soldier Boy. Boy. <laughs> Him and Soldier, Soldier Boy Game? are Soldier Game. Exactly, they're on the same tip. But apparently, Little Bawa makes do rags. That's like his his thing now. Like like, like an actual useful product. Yeah, like he for? has a main brand. I can't remember what the do rag brand is. But his Little are actually rags. pretty popular, and he's doing pretty well with do rags. Uh, and him and like Soldier Boy like are friends, and they talk about their hustles together. And like you know, they I don't know if they have a podcast, but they like will like Facetime. You know what I'm saying? Like Instagram mm. live and talk. Oh wow! So, but they, they I've watched like a brief clip of them, and they're actually really hilarious. Like because Soldier Boy is so extra, and like little bow wow is like a kind of person who takes himself a little bit too seriously and then like soldier boy is on the complete opposite so yes. it's 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 a pretty good interaction but they they like each other so it's not like like they're angry right. it's like kind of friends goofing on so each other so it's not tense so can we agree to call him little do-rag now since that's his a little do it would just be do-rag He's oh, my bad, my bad, my bad. He'd just be Durag. <laughs> Young Durag? Young, Young. Durag. <laughs> but, um, but, um, no, like, I mean, to me, smurfing is, like, like, to me, and, and, and we have talked about this before, but, like, I feel like smurfing is, is the epitome of, like, I don't know, it's something core in your character. Bad that, sportsmanship. Yeah, like, yes. you struggle with. Like, you can't accept that you're Losing. just... Yeah, you're not that good. You might be okay, you know? You're willing to do whatever you have to do. Like, you're willing to cut off your own leg Mm -hmm. to go win because you know that with your other three limbs, you're still better than a literal baby who's out on the field with you. It's like, that's enough for me to go win. So in Apex, is there any way to lose rank? Like, you know, if people start crapping on you, do you go lower in the rankings or are you just stuck getting crapped on by these people? So, okay, so are you talking about ranking as far as, like, ranked however, play? However match, no, 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 just however matchmaking is set up, however the game decides that you belong in the same arena as these other people. Okay. From, yeah. my, from my understanding, there's two different ranking systems. There's the ranked play and then the general play, right? And in the general play, it's based on, like, your kill-death ratio, which is KDR, um, and... It's also like just based on like how you perform in general, you know, in games and stuff like that. So that's that is fluid. So you can go down, but it's uh like that's what people do, right? Like 
they purposely lose games. So they, they sandbag. Can, yeah, like so, mm-hmm. and they die a lot so they can play in bot lobbies or whatever they're called. Um, so that's possible to go down. So yeah, so I've definitely had that experience where I was performing really well because I was better than the people who were my rank level. But and so I was getting like doing really well, and all of a sudden they pushed me to like really really good lobbies with like really really good people. And I would just get murdered constantly. And then it would boot me back to those lobbies that I was in before. So I would just like <laughs> spring back and forth between those lobbies because I was never good enough for the good ones, but I was mm. too good for the bad ones. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, there's nobody in between. Yeah. Which That's I find hard to believe. That- it isn't there's nobody in between. They probably just have a very discreet setting on these lobbies. They're getting treated the same way as you. Where they're getting bounced around between and you're not fighting each other. Actually, yeah. I think you're right, Kyle. I actually think there isn't a mid-tier. I think, honestly, what ha- might happen, and I think this might be uh, something that happens in all games, where that, like, if you're very, very serious, you know, like, you're going to keep going into your, like, pro level, right? If you're a casual level gamer, once you get to that mid-tier and then you hit that wall of, like, expert level, you're going to just quit, right? It's like you're not going to play anymore. So there's just, I think, like, a, uh, a constant cycle of like really low level people be getting decent and then quitting the game so there's no mid-tier right mm-hmm. and then everybody else is just playing forever and they're just really really good so like you just never yeah because i think people just leave you know hmm. i definitely feel like we were talking about this a little bit earlier because we actually played today because a new season came out um <clears throat> but i feel like apex has run its course in my life because <laughs> I'm around a level, I'm around level 150, and um, was like 200 hours or so in the game. Good God! And and by just for those to know, the max level is 500. Yeah, and so I'm not I'm not very far along, and then, um, and that, that 200 hours is over the course of like I, I played before, but I guess mo- the majority of it was like in the last was in the last year. Um, but it was like the only game I was playing for a while. So whenever I play something two hours at a time or whatever, it'd be on Apex. But anyway, so you know through that through that time, I think uh, what you were describing, Brad, was you know I was playing to get better. I was playing with you, playing with with Adam, and uh, you know the goal was to you know play through a full season, get that full season experience, as well as you know improve, you know win some fights, win some games. And I think I think we did that. But then, yeah, after I didn't play for probably a solid month and then I didn't play for most of last season and then trying to get on where my level my level didn't change my KDR didn't change which it already wasn't good but it's just like you know I'm, I was at a level I guess where now it's just I don't know the game, the game just isn't it isn't fun to play anymore yeah yeah I think you're hitting the that that wall like yeah and it's it's and it's like what it, like honestly why do we play games to have fun right and so like the hard thing is like the only other option is to push us down to lower level lobbies and we'll just murder everybody <laughs> right like we're we're like good enough so it's kind of like what what do you do with the mid-tier players i guess i guess at the end of the day as, day as a game company you have no incentive to help the mid-tier players stick around that's true because they're not going to probably put money in they're not going to really share with their friends they're not you know what i'm saying like you want to cater to new people to get their money and spit them out <laughs> and then you want to cater to the long term you know yeah yeah so 
I wonder what that's like. I've probably put like what forty hours in, less than that. What do you, I can't imagine. What do you mean? What it's like? Just to have played two hours of two hundred hours of of this game and be like, all right, well, I mean, there's no like end in sight, really. But I guess you're just done at that point. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's kind of like you were saying, Steve. Like you don't play a lot of online multiplayer games, like just with random people. But you play with like. Like I was saying to you earlier, like you play Splatoon, you play Smash, Smash, Smash. Well, let me ask you this. Okay, I mean, play- not even actually. I don't play. I played Splatoon for like the year it came out, less than that probably. And I play Smash mostly with my friends. I very rarely go online, and I haven't even touched Smash since Kazuya came out, just because I've been so done with it. Mm-hmm. So what? So what makes you not play with? Like, what makes you not? Uh, maybe, maybe I don't want to just dis- to categorize you as a not a online game player but why do you feel like you're not like a oh like, a big just, online game player yeah yeah <laughs> um i think for well so even as a kid i didn't really enjoy playing halo online i played with my friends tons of multiplayer with my friends so much halo 3 uh i played all the campaigns but i wasn't excellent at it hmm. and so when i got online i would mostly just get hammered um, and I didn't really have the time or honestly the desire to keep playing and get good enough to hold my own. Yeah. I was like, I'd rather just do something that's immediately fun and that has a finishing point. You know, like I like playing a game that has a story or has a goal and then you get to the end and you don't feel obligated to keep playing. Um, sometimes I do feel like that. Maybe that's just me. I feel obligated to finish games sometimes, but, uh, yeah, I like a game that has a strong end. And I like stories. So for me, online multiplayer doesn't really scratch that itch that much. Um, more recently, I, when I started, when Ultimate came out, Smash Ultimate, I got fairly good because I played with a lot of people consistently. And so then I played a little bit more online. Uh, and I would just, you know, attempt to get out there and get my bread. There's no bread there though. It's all, it's all death and Nintendo really anyway um death break that's that's what it is but yeah i just it's just for me it's not interesting you know i'll play on I, like i play apex with you guys because it's fun to play with my friends uh even if it is competitive but then i'm not just gonna go out there and stick my neck out um at least not a lot i've done it occasionally but there's no way i'm playing like 200 hours by myself of any yeah. online yeah. game and that definitely, yeah, when I got to 200 hours, it wasn't from playing alone. But I guess to give like context to that 200 hours, because it seems like a big number, like that's essentially two hours a day for one season, which was 12 weeks. So, you know, it doesn't take that long to get up to 200 hours, the that's way the true. game was played. And especially since the game has been out for eight seasons now, or six, seven seasons. Yeah. Not in so, 10. Not, wait, what season? It's on 10, right? Eight. Oh, I'm thinking of Gears. There. Gears on season eight. Yeah, I think it just is season ten. But no, no, that makes sense. So, so let me ask you this, Steve, because you just mentioned, particularly Smash, because I, I remember watching your ascent, um, and uh, yeah, you were pretty hardcore. You know, you were playing online with your friends, with the guys that you knew, and you would play like lobbies. Like I'd see you play online. So mm-hmm. you you feel like for you the end of that game because because if you think about smash at the end of the day there's no ending for smash like you could play it forever right infinitely yeah so there's something drawing you forward was it just 
the pursuit of getting better and you simultaneously enjoying the game and the dynamics of it with your friend group or yeah like what was driving you to it really was mostly my friend group because in college with uh, Smash Brawl, mm. I I played a lot of it with my roommates. But then when Project M came out, and I really liked that. That was a lot more fun. Mm-hmm. But my roommates didn't want to play. Ooh. And I only had a few people I wanted to play with uh, at, at, in, in the physics club at Georgia Tech. <laughs> so I didn't really get that good. And I didn't have a Wii U. I missed entirely Smash 4. Uh, so when Ultimate came out, yeah, it really was playing with my buds. And now that I've moved to Atlanta and none of my roommates play Smash, not really. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, there's not a lot of people who play regularly enough to like pose a challenge to me. Uh, <laughs> they're all playing... beneath you. <laughs> hey, it's they're, either, they're either beneath <laughs> me or they're like, you know, competitive players in Atlanta that would probably... Yeah, uh, yeah curb stomp me so yeah so it's it's funny you bring up smash like even smash i've basically stopped playing because the only only people i really want to play with are in louisiana um yeah yeah Yeah, yeah. it sounds like you ran into you you described it before but yeah that's your mid-tier problem you got to the mid-tier and then the choices were to like play by yourself get really good and then maybe compete in the scene but then it becomes serious and then Blah, 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 you know, like, and there's so much behind yeah. it. And that's not like your vibe. So Kyle, like what motivates you to play online games? Like, is it just playing with friends or is it just like, Hey, I enjoy this game and that's about it. And once I stop enjoying it, I'm good. Like I'm gonna keep moving, you know? So, so I think it's a mixture. Um, <clears throat> I think probably 80% is driven by playing with friends. Like I would, I'll play a terrible game. If yes. you guys are online, like um, right. just because I have more fun playing with somebody in a, a bad experience, just because the experience of being together is more enjoyable than being by myself most of the time. Um, I think it, it's been a transition because I used to play a lot of single player games and linear experiences, but I think it was out of just uh, necessity because I didn't have we didn't have Internet <laughs> at my house. Mm-hmm. until I was in eighth grade and I was playing RuneScape. And then we didn't have like good internet until I was like a sophomore in high school. And that was when I finally got like an Xbox and was playing online and was really seeing, you know, what playing with friends was like, like really truly like. And so that was like when the transition started to happen. Um, and so, I, yeah, I think that whenever I do play an online game, it's, in, at least initially motivated by someone else is going to play with me. Yeah. No, that, that's interesting. Like, well, first of all, it's funny, like your internet uh, story of like when you got internet and when you got good internet, is almost exactly the same with me. Except, oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Like I got internet, I guess when I was in like sixth grade, seventh grade, but like really they barely counted. And then I didn't get good internet until I was like a senior in high school when I literally had to com- like write a proposal to, con- to, to convince my parents to get better yes. internet and that it would be cheaper for them to get better internet than, than for them to keep the dial up. But anyway, um, yeah, I feel like, you know, it's interesting because I feel like I don't play online games like solely just to play with other people because I didn't really play online games with friends 
like people that I knew, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm a hundred percent used to just playing with randos, <laughs> you know, like that was sure. most of my experience growing up playing online games. And then, you know, any game that I played with friends was normally like local, you know, like smash or, you know, some fighting game or, you know, like some other, you know, dynasty warriors, whatever maybe, you know? So, so now I think as an adult, like I kind of like play games to be what I like to call marvelously, marvelously mediocre. Like I like to be good, but like I also don't like putting in the time to be great. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. yeah. Like I want to be like, like I will practice like Apex by myself because I want to get to a point where I'm like proficient enough where I can feel like okay, I'm like I'm proficient and I can like hold my own and I feel like I don't care if I lose. Like to me, losing. I have fun losing. Like I'll lose all day. It's just a, it's annoying when I lose in certain ways. But like yeah, like I want to be proficient. And then when I'm proficient, and I feel like yeah, I'm really good, and I feel good about this, and I can pick up and play whenever I want. Then it doesn't really matter to me anymore. You know, like like I'm not gonna be. I don't care to be a predator, which is the highest level in Apex. If I became mm-hmm. a predator, cool. But if I'm not gonna sacrifice anything, you know, not working towards it. Yeah, yeah, you know, and. And, it, and it's interesting because I also believe that a lot of internet gaming comes down to when you get introduced to it. Like, mm-hmm. like me and Kyle right now are playing Pokemon Unite, right? And literally it dropped. When, when did it drop, Kyle? Like, So they just week. made 14 days, but I think last week it was in beta. And so it's like been open, open for this past week. Yeah. So like we're playing like as the game literally is evolving. And... Yeah. And I, I, to me, I think this is like the best experience. We like me and Kyle are talking about like we're not sure if we're gonna stick around, but it's cool to be a part of it when it's fresh and everybody's learning. You know, right? Like, like you feel the same way, Kyle? Yeah, I do. Um, and and you know, yeah. a lot of the things that are that would, are gonna make it, I guess, difficult to play later are already rearing their heads. Like people who only are playing the game are figuring out such deep intricate strategies to wait to make it to where people like us who have full-time jobs who have families who just want to play and maybe and like you said get good at the game like if they're in the same match as us we can't even play (laughs) yeah yeah that's uh that's one thing i actually i was going to bring up is i don't really how do i put this it's just it's the meta right like Mm. when you play online against when you when you play Oh, a single player game. Uh, the meta is whatever the game developer is designed. Like this is the way we want you to play. We design your weapons and your movement and the enemies and the enemy AI and the levels around an experience, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas when you're playing against people, uh, the meta can change. People realize like, oh, this is a good strategy, and then people come up with a counter strategy. And for me, that's exhausting. Like to keep up with what's the newest meta. Yeah. Uh, I, w- I just want to play the game and like learn how to play it and not feel like the game is playing against me, which is which is literally what happens with mm. uh, with online games. I will say that for the most part, it doesn't feel like that happens in Apex. I feel like the game is level enough that I can just lose or win or lose a confrontation based on my skill and my and you know maybe some amount of <clears throat> of understanding the map and going around somebody flanking you know just basic tactics yeah yeah uh it isn't 
I know that there is some stuff like, oh, the Spitfire was overpowered. Oh, no. And now the Spitfire is underpowered. And it's the bow check that's overpowered. So it's definitely there. And I definitely don't love it. But it doesn't feel as, as crazy as it did with like Halo. And that's one thing that I think would really bother me about Pokemon Unite, which is what you guys are describing. It's that people are coming up with these crazy strategies. And all you can really do is hope you don't run into those people. Or yourselves take up the strategy. Or come up with a counter strategy, which can be satisfying Hmm. that's interesting because i I think you know what it is it's kind of so smash brothers like you guys know i love i love smash brothers in college i played it a lot and i would say that i'm pretty good like i'm definitely not like pro level but i could probably beat most people who think they're good (laughs) not to be like (laughs) you know like i feel pretty confident about that because i played it a lot and i think one thing that i liked about smash and i think you hit it like perfectly steve is that i never thought about the meta matter of fact i didn't even know the word meta existed when i played smash but i played smash enough where it's almost natural to me like like i can now say it like i can say oh the reason that i do this is because of this right Sure. But the reason I did it when I played it was because I played with friends and my friend would play like Mewtwo and do a thing. And I would just eventually learn Mewtwo spacing or something. Right. Or, oh, like I learned timing on dodges, spot dodges or whatever, or how, you know, angling my (laughs) attacks. But it was never with the goal to optimize the game. Right. Like, what's the best strategy for using Falco? Like, no, nah, I just wanted to beat your behind with Falco. I didn't care <laughs> right. what it took. <laughs> like, I was going right. to get you, you know? Um, yeah, it was literal I, just combat experience, not like military yes. knowledge of the game. <laughs> exactly. Battle so experience, in a, yeah. In a first-person game, that's that's what you're supposed to take away, is like, how can I be really good at what I'm doing? But in a, in a multiplayer game, you always have to be thinking, what is the other person doing? Well, how do I counter that? How do I get in their heads? For me, that's not as enjoyable, personally. Hmm. I think it's interesting because I loved first play, uh, single player experiences, like that. Probably, you know, I guess I struggle with single players because I know I'm going to beat it. <laughs> like sometimes, like I just know I'm going to beat it. Like I don't, like sure, there's challenge, and it, and it, and in a part of me enjoys games because of the challenge and like beating some task. But I know I'm going to beat it. Like I'm not conf- like, oh man, am I going to beat this game? You know, like maybe dark souls or something or some game like that maybe i wonder it but like to me i love the idea that i might lose in any confrontation with some individual i guess i enjoy the competition and i enjoy the you know and i think that's kind of where i'm at now in my gaming experience i'm realizing it makes perfect sense yeah yeah so like pokemon unite you know just to help you a little bit steve like there's definitely metas like there's people who play mobas and multi multiplayer online battle arenas or whatever who are like gonna have all these metas and all that stuff but in general everybody's kind of garbage in the game and you're just kind of like trying to learn you know so it doesn't yeah. feel like meta it feels more like you're just playing in like oh like oh i figured out that this person if you do this and this is kind of fun it works really well like oh like gengar is broken that's that's the meta right now gengar is broken <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know, so I don't know. So, I main Gengar. Ooh, you would. You, you would. you would be that guy. You would. So I, I think that what you described earlier, Steve, about your experience with Apex, was also my. I don't know if it was yours too, Brad. But this idea that every encounter I got into 
wasn't quote unquote fair, but it was balanced, right? Mm-hmm. Like the person that I'm in, that I'm fighting against, maybe they're a little better than me, maybe they're a little worse, but the odds aren't like drastically stacked in their favor. And like that's what I'm feeling now from Apex is that mm-hmm. probably 75% of our encounters are the people who are people who shouldn't I shouldn't be fighting (laughs) you know it's just like like it is one thing if we're having a fair fight it's another thing if they're playing a completely different game than I am and and you and you feel that in the first moment like you both peek your head out right and if if somebody's even with you you'll hit each other the same amount maybe or maybe they get the drop on you hit you more whatever but if you both poke your head out and you're completely melted in a matter of seconds and it's like, mm-hmm. I'm level 150. I have no idea what you even did, you know. Exactly. Yeah, and, and then I think smurfing compounds on that because if if people were playing their level, then you'd be able to play with more people your level. Like, there's definitely got to be people like myself, Kyle, Steve out there who are just like, hey, I like this game and I want to play it, like, when I have some time, right? But the problem is now we're encountering, like, there's so many smurfs in Apex. It is so crazy. I would say that, like, at this point, 50% of my encounters in that game are Smurf accounts. Maybe more. Like, I, it's, it's crazy. Like, how many level 12s? Like, I'm 160, 70, 80 or something. I'm getting worked by people who are level 5. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And, and I'm not talking like work like, oh, the person kind of got me and they used, you know, like you were saying, Steve, like, oh, like, I can use flanking or something. I'm, I'm talking, they're doing, like, Kyle just said stuff that I've never seen. Like they're doing like crazy stuff. And it's because they don't want to play in the NBA. They want to play in high school basketball. Right. And because they want to win. And so for me, as a person who actually does want to enjoy the game, I can't even like, I just want to play and just like have a little bit of competition, you know, like jujitsu, they have different belt levels, you know, like, and you know, if you're a black belt versus a white belt, <laughs> you're not going to be the black belt if you're a white belt. It doesn't matter what you do. You know what I'm saying? But there's no like true online game equivalency to those belting systems where you can't like you can't really fake it in like martial arts or in basketball. Really? You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. when somebody's clearly better, you're like, oh, like you shouldn't be playing with this. You know what I'm saying? Well, not at first, maybe. Like if someone walks up to you and is in a in a black suit, you know, his tuxedo, <laughs> you're not going to know that his hands are legal weapons until he puts them on you. Well, well, well what I mean is like if you play if you play basketball at your re- local rec center, right? Like mm-hmm. homeboy comes up, you've never seen him play, nobody knows him, and then he starts doing windmill three sixties and like dunking on people and like pulling up jays and stuff. You're like, oh, that Chris is like used to play in the European league, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And people know boy. Chris now and Chris can't come back with the mustache on, you know what I'm saying? Right. You can't come but, back. That's uh, I see. Yeah. Returning. He, the, he could go somewhere levels. else. He, yeah. Yeah, he, he could go to another. He could go somewhere else, but like literally having the lack, the, the, what do you call it? The geography makes it impossible, but online play, you can have 10 Smurf accounts because it doesn't matter. It's like you're just sitting at your desk and yeah, and I feel like there's, I don't know, it, it kills online play for me, you know. I wonder if uh, if they use any sort of differential or integral controls when they're when they're ranking people for what 
what lobbies they should be in. Like if it's just based on your current skill and how you're playing, mm-hmm. it, you know, I assume you'll rise up the ranks at some speed, but I'm like, if you're so far ahead of everybody else, it should crank it up. Yeah. You know, not just proportional, but like <laughs> proportional to the derivative mm-hmm. of your, of your change yeah. or the integral of a change. Yeah. I don't know. I assume that's what's happening with these Smurf accounts. But the thing is like, I think the Smurf accounts, because there is some like, Oh, if I'm a level five, I can not really ever be in a lobby with a level 500. They always like fall in the middle somewhere, you know? And, you know, and then they make like 20 of them. Like, I'm pretty sure they just make Google accounts, you know, like, and just like, oh, when this one gets too high ranked, I'm a switch. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah sure. You can make infinite Epic Games accounts with your Google. Yeah. So, yeah. so here's my thing is that if it's possible to get ranked lower because you're playing badly against people who are better than you, why isn't that enough? Why do people feel the need to completely reset and not even... Because if you keep losing, eventually you're going to end up with a group of people who you can beat. So I'm like, why why don't you just do that instead of making a million accounts? I think it comes down to maybe the, the consistency. Because even mm-hmm. when we play a handful of games, and, you know, we keep dealing with these sort of accounts, keep losing, they'll eventually put us in a lobby that feels fairer. But if we do well there, we're right back with those Smurf accounts. So if they make a Smurf account, that puts them all the way at the bottom. And then they could have like a consistent string of, you know, 20, 30, 40 games where they're only playing against people that they just mollywop. They don't have to deal with, you know, the scaling. Right. Yeah. And, and it takes five seconds to make a Gmail account, you know, and it takes hours to get your KDR low enough. Because after a point of, like, how many games you play, you can't, it's really, you know, it's like it's harder to average down, you know, yeah, to a certain yeah. point. And so it, it's just, it's so much easier. I, I really honestly feel like somebody need, needs to make a system. Maybe I need to do it. Maybe we need to do it. <laughs> I, I feel like there needs to be, like, a real game ID, right? Like, like it's a universal account that is you. Like, it is your entity. Like, it is me, Bradston Henry. I might have all different the gospel gamer black cap 06 whatever my different handles are but like this is my true account and if somebody's not playing on a true account like they are put in a different type of game mm-hmm. <laughs> like like they play with a whole bunch of if you want to be anonymous sure play with your anonymous friends and all the smurfs and all these people who might be cheating and hacking but if you want to play this game with other people you need to have a real id of course people will hack it and they'll find a way to do it but i feel like this is another barrier Exactly, just one yeah. more barrier, and, and move the goalpost. You know, uh, maybe maybe that's that, you were putting it out in the world, so somebody might steal it. But I feel like that's that's it. Like if it gets done, I won't even care, man. <laughs> I mean, heck, even if you, what you're saying was that you can make a new Epic account with with the same Gmail address by putting a period or something. Yeah, like you just make another. Like if my email is Brad the Boss at Gmail, I just make Brad the Boss two and make a new Epic account. Brad Boss oh, three, that's a new G- that's a new Gmail. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. new Gmail uh, account. Yeah, like you, you okay. never, you can all, and there's no, and you know, Epic's not gonna stop it because they don't know if you're a real person or like a real little kid or a grown person who's starting the game. You know, like it's yeah, they just want that money. So something I don't know if you realize, but Gmail doesn't, uh, it ignores periods and capitalizations. And plus, and it also ignores everything after a plus sign in your in your address. Oh, after a plus sign? Yes. Huh. So if I, if for example, if my email address is 
stevehooper at gmail.com. Uh, I can make accounts with Steve Hooper and then Steve dot Hooper. And a lot of places would consider those different oh, accounts, but it'd be the same. It'd go to the same, but it's the same Gmail. And if I really wanted to, I could also say Steve Hooper plus one, Steve Hooper plus two, Steve Hooper plus three. And they'd all look totally different, but they'd all be really? the same Gmail address. So if yeah, I made a crazy. new account, I got to not that I, I'm, I, I don't know if I want to try. You don't even have to make a new Gmail account. You so I could, so say I had a, iterate. so I say I had a, um, so if I made a Pokemon Unite account with Brad, the boss, right? Yeah. So I could literally go make a new Nintendo account, Brad, the boss plus one, and it'd be a new account as far as Nintendo is concerned. But as far as like messaging from, it would come to the same inbox. And yes, and as far as Gmail is concerned, it would go to the same inbox. I'm not positive that Nintendo won't notice. Okay. Maybe they have a system in place that says, hey, that's the same Gmail. We're not going to do that. So but I mean, but there's where a I chance, work, I guess. But that's a that's still crazy. If there's a chance that it it's will. a large chance. Yeah. I would say, yeah. I mean, maybe because that doesn't. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Because I see so like, many so... player one, two, three, four, fives. You know, like, mm-hmm. like maybe maybe they're exploiting that system. Wow. That's a huge yeah. exploit. If it, yeah, yeah. So that was what I was going to say. Is oh, if they're well, if that's what people are doing, then Epic could just say put a system in place that filters those accounts and says, oh, this is actually a pre-existing account. We're not going to let you do that. You know, this is really weird, but uh, it's like I'm all about freedom, right? In the world, I want people. <laughs> America. I hate. I hate freedom. No, I'm kidding. Please, please continue. <laughs> I wouldn't say like I'm a libertarian and that everybody needs to you know do their own thing, but I definitely want people to feel free to live their lives, right? Like if you want to eat your toenails, eat your toenails, man. Like live your dream. Like that's do your thing. Just don't eat my toenails. <laughs> Just don't eat my toenails. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Do it in your house. If you want to play your games and if you want to smurf, do your things in a way. But I think like. I'm actually really for as much as I dislike Apple, as much as I dislike companies that like force you to go through one place to do something. It does have that ability for quality control. Right. Mm -hmm. Because like I just saw recently that Apex banned like a whole bunch of accounts in like 1800. Like it was 2000 total accounts and 1800 of them were PlayStation 4 accounts or PlayStation accounts. And I was saying this to Kyle earlier. I'm like, yo, if you're a PlayStation person and you get banned, you have to get like a whole new PlayStation. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's like, huge. It's, 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 t- it's like there's no way around it, right? Because there's only one gateway into some thing, right? But with computers and PCs or whatever, you can do in, in Steam and all this like, you know, whatever. There's no way to ban the hardware. Exactly. Yeah, you're and a I'm, completely different person in seconds. And I feel like that's like... That's the only why, reason why, like, I'm like, hey, you know, I wish there was some kind of hardware tag, right? Like, you have your game and it's directly etched into this hardware tag. Like, I don't know. Like, I just feel like there needs to be more accountability for negative behavior. Because you won't go out in the street and smurf, you know what I'm saying? Because there's accountability, right? Like, you're not going to yeah. do that thing we just talked about with basketball. You know? Identity theft is not a joke, Jim. <laughs> <It's-> Aside... <laughs> Aside, this is really stupid. This is really dumb. Aside from like the inconvenience of of dying in a game because I have been smurfed by somebody, I also just hate the the concept of it because it 
as to the entropy of the universe, right? Like, what are all these accounts doing? They're just mm-hmm. sitting around. They're not doing anything. I hate, <laughs> I hate garbage. You know, people are creating garbage. Uh, it does, I know it doesn't really mean much, and it doesn't really actually hurt much. But no, I, it hurts. I think it hurts making, my sensibilities. I think you're making a good point. If somebody makes ten, like think about a kid now who knows about Smurfing, who lacks the ability and to be okay with not being great and just being like, hey, this is what I am, and feels like they're almost entitled to winning, so they continue to create this, right? And they start... And they have a lot of free time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they start at seven years old. And this is who they are now. Like, this Oof. is them. And now they're 30 years old. On how Twitch. many... <laughs> TT to TV or whatever. Like, how <laughs> many Gmail accounts will have, they have created from 70 to 30 to remain their Smurf lifestyle? And how many servers have been created to hold their data? You know what I'm saying? There is uh, an actual impact, like in a physical sense, you know? Like digital data has to be stored somewhere, you know? And it's gonna, you know... And I guess Google could go through once in a while and purge stuff if they wanted to. Like, oh, this has been inactive for three years. But that's probably also, like, probably illegal (laughs) Um, to do that. But, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I think, I, I don't know, like, I think online gaming is, like, one of the greatest things that's ever happened to me as a, a nerd. <laughs> but, uh, as a human being. But it's also just, I don't know. I mean, at the end of the day, Steve, you need to play Pokemon Unite with us. <laughs> that's what we were all, that's all we're talking about. You need about. to play Gengar. You need, <laughs> that's <laughs> what I'm hearing. Like, on some legit stuff, like, it's kind of turning the corner. Like, Pokemon Unite is a really fun game. It's like, good right now. Yeah, right now. Like, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, Kyle, what's your pitch? Give your elevator pitch for for Steve to play Pokemon Unite with us. Go, you got it. How do you have you ever it? wanted to play a real time Pokemon game? Mm, I'm good. Kind, kind of. Well, then play play Pokemon Unite with us. Come on, man. Jeez, why is it so <laughs> no. hard? Down. It's free. <laughs> it's a free. terrible pitch. So oh, it's free. Well, there you go. So we do you want to play a Pokemon game that's free? play this i guess (laughs) i I guess if yes that works like actually to me it being a pokemon game actually like dissuaded me from trying to play it oh for real yeah i'm like ah yeah i'll 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 agree with that because because the way they like the advertising i saw it was like introducing a pokemon moba and then it showed charizard like just blasting pikachu (laughs) From this super weird top-down perspective with an arrow. And I was like, none of that looks fun. None of that looks good at all. But it was, it was it's okay. It was good. Yeah. I was wrong. It was. I, I think it goes back to, you know, as much as I've had to rethink my position on Breath of the Wild. And then mm. I wish it wasn't a Zelda game. I think it goes back to the <laughs> fact that Breath of the Wild is a good game. And it, it wouldn't really matter if it was Zelda or Leroy. The Legend of Leroy, like it would still be a great game, you know. But would you play it? <laughs> I would. I would probably play it more if it was The Legend of Leroy. <laughs> Hi, my name Leroy. We going on an adventure. Let's go. You know, like I would love that game. You know, Leroy. I got the master stick from the bayou. <laughs> I got the master pipe. You know, it'd be like a pipe. He found somewhere in a ditch, <laughs> people. But um, is that a ferret? No, that's a moth. <laughs> Well, I'm gonna hit it anyway with the magical pipe. But um, that being said, Steve, Pokemon Unite is a fun game. Like, 
it wouldn't matter if it was Pokemon. It's just fun. And especially, first of all, Nintendo is completely just horrible with online and parties and becoming mm-hmm. friends with people. And <laughs> they got to figure that out because, you know, it's just like arbitrary rules. Like, if you have it's more bad. than four people in a party, you can't play, like, ranked or ranked. stuff. You know, and... Classic Nintendo. You know, stuff that just completely makes no sense. Oh, um, and every time you play a match, choosing your character. Oh, my goodness. Oh my goodness! It's just terrible. Like, and you, and, and there's things you can't adjust in the UI. Oh my goodness! How many different reward systems are there? And they're in all in different places in the menu. Some that you would never find if you did. We're starting to counteract all the work we did to convince him to play. <laughs> but with that being said, it's fun. Kyle, is it more obnoxious than Monster Hunter World? No, I will. I will say it's not. Because oh, okay, at least, at the very least, you can read everything in Pokemon Unite. <laughs> okay. Yes. And you're not trapped in completely, utterly terrible story missions that you can't not play. <laughs> like Skip. And, oh, my God. And you can't play with friends until arbitrary moments. You watch like, the cutscene. Now Oh, you... my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, uh, I think that Monster Hunter World is... The single worst online experience I've ever had. <laughs> yes. At least like, the early game. At least the early game. Absolutely. Sure, the early game. Well, probably mostly the early game, but I didn't get past the early game. <laughs> because it was so, so garbage. Yeah. It's like, why do I have to work? I uh, I know we already talked about Borderlands for like a mm-hmm. whole dang hour, but uh, Borderlands 2 and even Borderlands 3 have, I think, the perfect... I mean, they're, in terms of like story and game structure, they're very similar to Monster Hunter World because you have you have missions and you have story like cutscenes and yeah. stuff, and you have side missions and the freedom to go where you want and do these things. Right. But Borderlands two and three were like perfect, seamless, Be- seamless, totally seamless. You jump at someone's party if they're already playing, you just appear next to them. Mm-hmm. If they're on a mission that you've played before. You you have that mission. You just won't get yeah. a reward for it yeah. at the end of it. If they're on a mission you haven't played before, that's fine. You'll just <laughs> you'll just be a little under leveled, and uh, you'll probably need them to carry you. But like you can play that mission, and then when you're playing by yourself later, and time comes for that mission, it just skips it for you. It's like oh you've done this, congrats. Yeah. Right? No and if you really want to play it, you can try it. I guess. I think. But border- oh, sorry. I'm. That's my rant. I'm done. Yeah. Are you sure? I was. I kind of interrupted you. No, I'll continue. Um, I uh, in Monster Hunter, it's like you guys know. You just have to, you have to jump through all these hoops, even to join somebody's party, and then you have to watch. You have to let someone go into the mission first, and you can't have already played it. No, you can replay missions actually, mm-hmm. but you can't play. You can't play above your level, which yeah. means that you basically can't play. Yeah. Any mission that's more than like one or two missions ahead of so you. So dumb. And then you can't just join the mission they're on. They have to watch the cutscene. Exactly. That's the worst part. You all have to... You, I think you all have to have watched the cutscene. Prior to. Yeah, like, solo, individually, and you, then you can set up like a flare, and then people can join. But then other people who are not people who want to join can <laughs> yeah. join if you're not fast enough right. at getting yeah. the people that you want to join to join. You know, that's just garbage. Because so I wasn't crazy, right? System. I wasn't I wasn't misremembering it. No, that no. that's the the only way to have people join is to publicly open your server for anyone. Yeah. For those particular ones where you couldn't have anybody come in with you, yes. Yeah. 
Oh my god. Yeah, that's what I thought happened. I thought we were just misunderstanding no. how to join. No, it was bad. Okay. Yeah. But, but what were you saying, Kyle, earlier? Before you and when you interrupted Steve me, interrupted yeah. each other. <laughs> so when I rudely interrupted you earlier, I was going to mention, I guess, the, the thing that Monster Hunter and a lot of these like poor multiplayer experiences have in, in common are these like experience halting restrictions that don't make any sense like it's one thing if it's a restriction for like sake of the player i'm all i'm all for that hardware limitations or something weird like that i'm good but if it's something dumb like we've talked about you know Mm -hmm. there's there's really no reason because what 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 brad was talking about earlier with the you have four people on a team or in a lobby and pokemon unite you can't join ranked which the max Mm -hmm. team size is five but when they had three players they were able to join like that type of restriction makes absolutely no sense. And then on this other wouldn't side, you, wouldn't you have a small, a too small of a team if you only have three people? Well, yes, different. but yes. it was filling. Mm-hmm. So you could fill. Like, what's the difference? Like, I would think it'd be almost easier, I guess, to fill one person versus two. Two. Yeah. So, so, so this is where I think the the issue with both of these games and is lack of competition. Because, like, think about, like, Apex. Apex has to deal with the world of Call of Duty, Fortnite, PUBG, and just name it. Like, all these games that are trying to fight for the Battle Royale world, right? Mm-hmm. So you got to stay in your P's and Q's, and you can't let problems sit around too long, right? Like, literally, I mean, maybe Monster Hunter has some competition, but really it has none. Like, there's nobody yeah. on this level. I mean, the no. level of quality. I mean... That thing looks incredible. That came with the animations, like so many systems, so many monsters. Dauntless tried, yeah. Oh man, that's true. it was even free. But but that's the thing, like that's not competition to Monster Hunter. That's just you know the indie version of Monster Hunter. <laughs> right, <laughs> that's what it became. Yeah, you know, like and and to be honest, like Monster Hunter knows this because in Japan. Mm-hmm. Like, they know that people will deal with this foolishness because they love Monster Hunter. It's like crack. It's like, like we don't have to put crack in nice packages because people going to smoke the crack. Irrelevant of, you know, like, it just, it just, yeah. they just going to get it. There's no competition. How do you get to it the quickest? Exactly. And I feel like the sharpest angles. Pokemon Unite's competition technically would be like League of Legends, but they're not competing with each other. Like League is on the Switch. Like, uh, it, I, I don't think so. It should be though. I mean, now it, that you mentioned it, it might be, but like, is it competing with League of Legends? Like, are we the people that are going to play League of Legends and no. Pokemon Unite? Like, I'll play Pokemon Unite, but I probably won't play Leagues just because they're just not level of, I don't know, like in the Switch game, right? I feel like there's people like me who have played League, and so Pokemon Unite is like a breath of fresh air mm. because of how toxic fresh it air. Is. Oh, that's, yeah, 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 that makes sense. Wait, say that again? It's a fresh fresh air because of why? Because of how toxic League is. Like, it, when because I, I played League relatively early. There were only, you know, maybe 30 champions. I don't know whatever they're called in League when I first started playing mm-hmm. early in college. And the toxicity just grew and grew with the community. And you couldn't, you could, you couldn't play the game. Like, it just, it just wasn't. And so... Mm-hmm. I guess that that part of how Nintendo handles online, where there's literally like barely any communication when you're playing the game, unless you're like talking to the people you're playing with on Discord or something, yeah. it's so nice because mobas say, are fun gameplay wise. Sorry, continue. You say mobas are fun gameplay wise. Yeah, that's all I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say when you say toxicity, toxicity, you mean like people 
when you play games with them, they're like super negative or oh, yeah. like that? Yeah. Um, so it's a combination of being like overly competitive and super negative and the community Correct. as a whole is notoriously non new player noob friendly hmm. like if you don't know your character and its build in and out game one you will get crucified by really? your team yes mercilessly like it's it's ridiculous and there's there's like nothing in there's no there's no way to counteract it because there's in game chat as well as like open mic i think whenever you're you know playing with randos like and you know you can mute your mic or whatever but like the in game chat chat like, last time I played, at least they they could write slurs and stuff. Like they could write whatever they wanted. And if it was your first game, or if you were just a casual player and you were playing with some randos, and you know you choose the jungler, but you go to the bottom lane, and it's over. Like you yeah. you lost the entire game for the entire team, just being down there in the first two minutes of the game. And then it's all on you. And yep. they're going to and they're going to, you know, this actually brings me to something that I haven't really said to many people, but there's a reason that I never, ever speak on mic on online games. And it's because like to me, the toxicity in the game community is what it is. Like, I just kind of like try my best to tune out. But sometimes, you know, like it changes your your spirit sometimes. Like mm-hmm. it'll like I remember one time, Kyle, you were telling me like you were playing, I think it was Apex and you were saying like. It like really like the people how they were treating you was like just completely ruined your day yeah i'll never uh, forget it you know and 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 maybe you want to share that experience but i i just know that like growing up playing games online me being a person of color like being black like um is not that like it's something that i think they can actually hurt me or something but like like playing a game online and then you make a bad move and then somebody calling you the like the n-word you know like mm-hmm. like you, you're a human you made a mistake that has nothing to do it's i prefer somebody not knowing my race and just calling me an idiot or like maybe you know talking down to me but like all of a sudden once they feel like they have a target something to snipe you with mm-hmm. then it's like and then i have to sit in this game and, I, and what are my choices one is to like get so angry that i rage quit and then you know, like, and I just don't, I refuse to give them that ground. You know, like, I'm going to stick in this game and you're going to watch. We're going to, I'm going to be trash the whole game with you now. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, not on purpose, but that's just what it's going to be. I'm going to try my best, you know. But like, right. yeah, like opening my mic, like, I, I still am afraid to do it in Apex. I haven't really done it um, because I'm like afraid that I'm going to play and I'm going to do something bad. And yeah, people say like man you're why are you such a noob like you should be better you need to go and train and you should you know what let me tell you guys what you need to do like people talking out but i just don't want to add that element like yeah you know and i don't know that's that toxicity is is it can ruin the whole experience so i actually have an experience with that uh you guys remember deep rock galactic yeah yeah oh yeah I really like that game. I'm really sad you guys won't play with me. Anymore, <laughs> it's not that <laughs> it So describe Deep Rock Galactic to people, just because some people might not know what it is. Deep Rock Galactic is a really silly... It's not super silly. It's somewhat silly. Basically, it's a game where you play as space dwarves, and the game is sectioned up into missions. So you start a mission, you go down to this planet, you go, you dig underground, 
and you're in this procedurally generated cavern. Is it procedural? No, I don't yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel yeah like you're right. I think you're right. To mostly, yeah. I think yeah. it has like t- a tile system to a degree. Yeah. yeah, I think I think because sometimes it felt familiar. But anyway, um, no, I th- I think there are I think there are zones. I mean, anyway. even if it's tiled, it's procedural. It's still it's, procedural. it's still it's still like yeah. yeah. You go to this you go to this cavern, and the point of the cavern is to uh, to explore and collect all these different minerals, and there will be some goal like oh, collect this much gold ore or this much of some random element or there'll be more specialized missions like protect the package there's a giant drone giant robot you have to protect from monsters as it crawls through the caverns or you have to get the eggs of these really scary looking monsters and they attack you when you steal their eggs Mm -hmm. so it's it's just in you have four players you play online with your friends and there's classes so that everyone has different skills that you require to you don't require them, but it makes it much easier and more fun. So one guy can make platforms and anyone can jump on these platforms. There is fall damage. One guy's a zip line, so we can like zip around the, the caves and explore. Uh, you have to manage uh, flares because the caves are dark by default. You have a little flashlight, but your flares can uh, temporarily light up a room. But there's a, there's a finite regenerating amount of flares that you have. So anyway... It's a it's a team based class based, uh, I guess you could say excavation slash combat game because you're also fighting these these Bugs. monster insects that that appear and uh, in waves and they attack you. It's a lot of fun, and I was playing with my roommate Brandy and uh, Brad and Kyle, but one time uh, Brandy and I were playing with uh, some other friends that I have, and one of them I knew. And one of them I did not know. He was like a friend of a friend. And the other, the friend of a friend, I'm going to call him uh, Trevor. <laughs> Trevor is my, my other roommate's name, but no relation. <laughs> no relation. Trevor. No, no relation, relation whatsoever. <laughs> I just That's just the first thing that came to mind. So Trevor did not do this, but we're going to call him Trevor. But uh, Trevor was like, I mean, both Trevor and the friend that we're playing with are pretty hardcore. But Trevor was really, really hardcore. And... They had a totally different way of playing the game. So when we, when the four of us played, we would play like we would do, we would, we would uh, really enjoy ourselves. Wait, wait, mm-hmm. am I thinking about this wrong? No, no, we would really enjoy ourselves. We take our time, and then when we got to our goal, we would leave. Uh, these guys milked every mission for what it was worth. Like mm-hmm. they didn't want to leave until they had gotten every ounce of every ore. And every extra, like, if you had to get 20 eggs, they wanted to get all 30 of the eggs that had spawned. Oh, wow. You know, they, they were those boys. And uh, they were also hyper-tactical. Like, you know, there was this, it's the kind of thing where it's like you have a drill sergeant and he's giving out orders and everyone is expected to obey. That was kind of what this guy was doing. Ooh. And it was kind of stressful sometimes. You know, if you didn't do what he expected. or I, he, I play as a scout. And so as a scout, like, I'm the one launching... Uh, launching uh, fla- like really nice big bright flares that last a long time. Yeah, and I'm also the one who can get the with my zip line I can, or my grapple hook. I can like get the uh, get the the elements that are up in the ceiling that no one else can really get. Apparently, he usually plays with the scout, but he was letting me play because I was kind of new and he he's more experienced with a bunch of other classes as well. So he had a lot of expectations for me that I didn't always meet. Mm, um, yeah, Brandy liked to play. I think it was Brandy. Uh, I think this is what he was doing, but uh, he liked to play with the class with the zip line. So you, it's a zip line launcher, and basically you create 
a bridge that everybody else can use to get across these vast chasms. And that's a very heavily relied upon class. So he all, he was always telling Brandy what to do and where to go. Uh, and there was one point where like we were being attacked by these real big monsters that were super dangerous. And even when you killed them, they would explode and leave like huge craters. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and it's a real problem. And so we were, we were in these little caves that attached to this big open cave, big open space. And we were trying to, you know, navigate these little labyrinth caves to get out to the open space and run away. Uh, but at one point, Brandy fell behind because he's, he's not as nimble as I am. <laughs> and so I went back to like lead the way because you can get lost. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And, and so we're going, I went back to get him and we, you know, we get, we get out and we narrowly escape because this thing had come down on where we were on, was bearing down on us. The other guys had already left and were like across the room and they're like, hurry up and like, don't go back for him. They're, they're upset with me for going back, back for him. Wow. And they're like, you know, if he dies, he dies. Like, it's better to lose one than lose both of you, which is <laughs> tactically, tactically it's correct, right? Like, it's it's really sucks if you have to go revive somebody. And it's even worse if uh, you have to revive two people and there's like swarms of stuff. I get that. But I'm like, look, we're playing a game. I didn't want him to get left behind. And he there's no way he could have survived by himself. Right. But with both of us, we got out. Like, I, I managed to get us both out. And no, neither of us died. Um, and it wasn't even close. It was like... We got out with plenty of room to spare, but there was, they were like, they weren't like talking trash, but it was just a negative atmosphere. And I really didn't enjoy that. And I never played with those guys again. Um, I feel that. And I actually haven't played much since then because you guys won't play with me. <laughs> When's the last time you even brought it up? Brought it up. Like now. This is the last time he brought it up. I told you. <laughs> I will play any trash game. I bring it up and game. Brad, Brad is like, I'll never play that game. <laughs> so Man. I'll tell you why we probably stopped playing Brad and I is because... We played it pretty religiously for a good little mm-hmm. bit, um, and we would we would hop on because we had a goal because mm. uh, it would tell us you know you can um, what was it oh yeah you could use those modules or whatever that the the station there was there was like the beginners track the beginners yeah. uh, season season is what it is I guess you can get a uh, not an upgrade what was it called uh, a promotion you promotion. can get a promotion that's what it was. And so we worked super hard to get to the level to where we can get a promotion for each of our classes. Like, tons of missions, Mm man. It was wild. And we get there, and effectively, it was a retcon. Like, it was... A retcon? Yeah, like, it would get rid of all your stats and some other things. It would unlock the other stuff, but it was, was like, there was more negative, and then also more of the same it was presenting. Like, it was saying, we had to do another, like, 30 missions... And it, did you guys do this without me? Because I don't remember that. Yeah, we was, did. It was at some point we were just playing, like you weren't able to play for some reason. We were just playing randomly and like, oh, let's just do these missions. And yeah, it was just super, super just deflating. Like it, yeah. it was, I, I don't think, it's been a while since I played a game where legitimately I was discouraged mm-hmm. by doing like getting the next thing like normally like in a game you get that thing you're like awesome i got a new weapon it looks cool and got a cool skin like this one it was like wow like this is actually hurts me (laughs) yeah because it had been that up to that point because they kept giving us Hmm. new loadouts and then 
Yeah, modifications. You could, like upgrade your weapons and stuff. Yeah, right. It, it just and felt the... it felt really weak. It just felt really weak, and and we had done so much to get to that point, and it was like, this is what you're giving me. It's like how in Zelda Breath of the Wild they disrespect you if you get all those Korok seeds. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying, and they give you a doodoo statue, a gold doodoo statue for going and getting all these seeds, like the hardest thing in the game. 900 seeds. <laughs> so what was the label on it? Like it, labels, it, like it smelled funny or something. It smelled funny. <laughs> yeah. And it was good. So, yeah. real talk, you know, I, I heard about people doing that. You know, you always hear about people 100%ing a game. But I had heard that, like, people were trying to 100% this. And the few that did it were like, don't bother. Mm. It's not fun. Yeah. Uh, and they worked really hard to make it happen. And then they got a poo. Um, <laughs> yep. Our friend Caleb did that. Mm. He did. He naturally, just playing the way he plays, 100%ed the entire game. Wow. All the shrines, wow. all the all the seeds, the poo, mm. uh, everything. And I was like, I remember telling him, like, man, don't don't go out of your way. He's like, oh, I'm not. And he still did. <laughs> he still got yes, all he 900. Does. I mean, hey, he's a completionist and it's the way he plays. Hey, good yeah. on him. Yeah. Some people, it's the journey, but... I don't know when they I, like the carrot on the stick thing is, yeah. is kind of how it felt. And it was like carrot was plastic. Yeah. Yeah. I will say this when they, when those hardcore guys are playing with Brandy and I, uh, they had at least one of them had this really bomb weapon. It was like, it looked like a weapon from, uh, from dead space. Like it looked <laughs> insane. So, I mean, this definitely is some joy later on. And that game's also like still currently getting lots of updates, right? Like yeah. I, I really want to. I really want to go back and see how it is. Yeah, I, I feel like. Down. Yeah, I, I'd be down. I just feel like it's. It goes back to that thing. Like you get, you get hurt, traumatized. Like it's hard to like. Yeah. Motivate yourself, and, and you know, Pokemon Unites kind of maybe, like, I, I sharing my story with Pokemon of my Pokemon save getting deleted. Like I have literally avoided mm. Pokemon games, you know, and like this one feels like a breath, fresh of breath air. Breath of fresh yep, air. Yep. That's the one. <laughs> Whatever you know, the the air don't stink, and it it's really been <laughs> it's really been good. And you know, it's like as much as we've been trashing like online gaming, like the reason I don't stop is because there's been really great moments, like some moments that like just like you know like I've shared some in the past on the podcast. Or like even a really good game after a really bad set of ten terrible games that really uplifts your spirits and like you know like it's just it's fun but it just stinks that there's like this negative side you know that you kind of have to accept in order to play like yeah. I don't really you know yeah yeah I'm yeah too. yeah you know and you know I want my wife to play Minecraft. Right. She mm-hmm. she plays Minecraft. She enjoys it. And I'm like, oh, you should play online. But a part of me is like, I don't want her to play online. <laughs> you know, like I don't want her to like I only want her to play with people she knows. Like I never yeah. want her to just, you know, jump. You want to protect people from the from internet. It. You know, but I you know, Pokemon Unite does the right thing in the sense that it's just like they you know, anon being anonymous is not good, but they make it where you're so anonymous, you have so little power against other players. Mm-hmm. it's only in the game when you're trash or you know and it's hard to even know what people's motivation is you right know? like you don't yeah. you don't know if they're yelling at you and cursing on the other end because it's just the game is happening you know mm-hmm. and you can't you know, grief anyone 
it's re- yeah yeah you know like i've had games in apex where a person like we were doing well and then a person like discourages me and my teammate and like me and my teammate like we're both don't have mics but we're like you know bump that guy <laughs> we're gonna stick together and we're gonna protect each other and like mm-hmm. and then he needs us and we're just like not because we're like being spiteful it's just that in some cases i will go out of my way and put myself in danger to help somebody even if it gets me killed but i'm like i'm not gonna do that in this case you know just because they're right. negative you know and a lot of them they'll run off you know so they'll be like calling out for help but they're, they're in a 3v1 situation and it's like well <laughs> you know stick with you us. can't help them honestly anyway one of my favorite experiences when somebody was trash talking me because they said I was garbage and then I did something like like I was technically better than them but they just I just did something stupid and then I did some like really cool move like I killed two people and then like revived them and then like did something and like I just remember the silence like on the, the mic he's like good one good, good one man uh, that was good <laughs> like like <laughs> like okay you had a lot to say about how trash I was a second ago you're not going to talk about you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I like watching Donkey's videos where he's playing Overwatch or something, and he just gets all the people talking trash about him, and then he plays really well. And I know that's probably not the whole story, but mm-hmm. it's really funny to watch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, well, you know, like, I feel like we could talk about online gaming. I have so much, I have so many more stories and stuff. Like, definitely we'll do, like, maybe a part two, maybe in a different way. Uh, mm. But uh, yeah, I'll share my my Apex story one of these days. Yeah, maybe maybe we'll just do a story time just sharing stuff. But uh, yeah, man, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like number one, online gaming is going nowhere, uh, and in many ways, I don't feel like I'm going anywhere. I'm gonna still keep playing games and keep trying and letting my heart get broken, even if and then you'll die. You know, even if it's a Gengar <laughs> exploit. <laughs> you know, um, son. For those playing Pokemon Unite, you know what I'm talking about. They know. Uh, but they might be, by the time you listen to this, they might have patched it out. So that, that would be, that would be best. But anyway, uh, th- I appreciate y'all sharing y'all's thoughts. And I love hearing y'all stories. And you know, we're going to keep playing games together. I will play <laughs> DRG, Deep Rock of Galactic. You know? <laughs> but know that I'll think about what they did to me. What they did to <laughs> Kyle. What they've done to us all. It was rough. <laughs> Yeah, thanks so much, everybody, for uh, listening to this episode of Super Agile Bros. We always love having you here. We always love talking to you guys. Um, thank you, Kyle. Thank you, Steve. Um, and uh, you're welcome. Pleasure. Yes. Thank. Th- th- yes. You're. Yes. Thank you. And uh, I look forward to the next one and uh, talking to you guys on the interwebs again soon. So y'all take it easy. And until next time, 